Hello, cul-de-sac league. Welcome back to season two, episode two of the King Mike and Shake It Golf podcast. We have Mr. Mike with me live and in the flesh. King Mike in the house. What is going on, Mr. Mike? Not a whole lot. We just watched Thursday Night Football week two. And uh, had some noodles that uh, Mike bought for me because I won... The big week one noodle bet. He won the noodle bowl. You gotta win the noodle bowl. I but think. normally I beat yours in the end of the season. We gotta so crack our bubblies here. Oh fucking little strawberry bubbly for the kid. Mm. I've never had strawberry before. Yeah, it's a good one. Pretty good. Yeah. I think yeah. my favorite's cherry. Yeah, blackberry's good too. I haven't had blackberry. Yeah. It's a good one. Jers is a bubbly fanatic. Big over bubbly here. guy. Um, yeah, good Thursday nighter. Yeah, I mean, Antonio Gibson a little, a little disappointing. Saquon not great. Saquon, we kind of knew that Saquon might not do so hot. Scary Terry was all over the place, making but catches he, left and right. You know who was in the game? Part of a massive trade that happened earlier in the day. The Belang's day acquisition of yeah. Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard. So why don't you tell people what the trade was? So I sent Sterling Shepard and Tyler Lockett to the Belang's, the Belang's football team. That is a new name this this season. Beats by Ray. He's got to go back. What's he thinking? Um, and he sent me Allen Robinson the third. Yeah. So I like the trade for both teams. I mean, Brian did a terrible job drafting that he need to make a trade for two wide receivers, but we'll get to that later on in the show. But I think Jeremy did a tremendous job getting the better player, and Belang's definitely needed two wide receivers, and Lockett's pretty solid, new offensive coordinator in Seattle. And then Shepard could be the one on New York. Yeah. Probably the two, but... Still that's solid. The thing. I, I think, you know, the addition of Galladay in New York actually helps Shepard. It'll open up that slot for him a little bit and kind of create some space for him. I, I loved the pick and I got him in the 13th round. I was, you know, I was really happy with it, but kind of saw an opportunity with B-Lang's thinking to start Marquez Callaway or something. Um, and I was like, this is a play. And I have, I got so much wide receiver depth right now. I'm like, you know what? We can upgrade. So I love Lockett as well, but I get a guy with a little bit higher floor in A-Rob and I think just as high a ceiling. So. I wanted A-Rob as my one this year. Yeah. Yeah. I you know. Uh, like, I, so I you were saying you traded basically a fifth and a 13th for, for a third. third. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it changed since the draft. And that's the, draft, the thing. I mean, in, in the first week, you know, Lockett scored two touchdowns and Shepard scored one, and A-Rob kind of disappointed. But, you know, um, Shepard had another good – he had almost 100 yards tonight. Yeah, he looked great. Um, lots of targets. And and so that's – I think he's I like the trade for both teams. I think mm-hmm. it was a win-win. So no better way to trade. The first trade. Win-win. Get the first, first trade out trade. of the way. There was a trade earlier. That, oh, for two no, fab. Like, why did – you and could then have Doris, picked up guys Doris, on the waivers. And then Doris dropped them like oh, yeah. immediately. I mean, that's how you lose a league. Doris is ready, Bonehead to, moves ready like to light Fab on fire for yeah. Devontae Booker. Trading but away not, wins. But not for Eli Mitchell. Doris was locking down the Fab. No Fab for we'll Eli Mitchell. We'll get to his draft pick then. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I mean, the guy who needed Eli Mitchell the most. But yeah. 
Did he uh, even put any did, bid in? Did, did he, he even, even put a bid in? Uh, I think nine guys. That's a good question. Nine guys bid on Who Eli didn't? Mitchell. Who's asleep at the wheel and didn't bid on Eli Mitchell? That's the question. I mean, there could be like We're a Jeff Ives who Ives, was busy and who, obviously yeah, that's okay. Yeah, who we has can... stuff to do. Um, yeah, Fitz Magic. Oh, $13. Oh, I mean, I you're mean, not going to, you know, you're not going to get them for really I thought my bid was pretty cheap at 26. I knew, I knew that I wasn't, <laughs> you I knew that I wasn't going to be, I knew I wasn't going to win. You just had to throw it up. Just it was just, a, you know, I would have been choked if everyone, you know, didn't put anything in and then Fitz Magic time wins it for 13 bucks. So yeah. was it to keep them honest? Um, I went big, but it's worth the risk. Early season. Yeah, Mikey had to going go over it. half of his fab. Um, I know that GTA said that he thought he would get him with the 42, you know, that's it. That's a so pretty big. originally I had my bid in at 36, then bumped it up to 40, then I went 44, and then I was like, fuck it, I need him. I'm going to do 56, <laughs> and then if I lost him, so, so be it. I always find that my fab do, offers do the exact same thing. <laughs> you said something and you're like, I'm fine at, at 50, I, at 15 or whatever, and then like, Two hours later, you're like, ah, maybe 21. <laughs> we got to make sure. And then by the time it rolls, you're up to 38 or yeah. something like that. I was at work and I would like go and do a task, go back, look at my phone. I'd be like, fuck, it's got to go yeah, up it's again. Gotta go it's got to go up. It's got to go more. Yeah. Um, so anyways, let's read off the week one top three standings. Jers at number one. Yes. In the league. Great. It fucking destroyed me. But who did I play again? You beat me last year early in the season. Yes, I did. Yeah. So that was for the Nudable. Spenny, the reigning champion in second place. I like Spenny's team. Spenny got to play B Langs. And then guess who's number three? It's magic time. You're going for your over-under. Over. Four and a half. Four and a half. We hammered the over. We love to see it from Door Door coming out there we go. with a big week one win over Jeff. And the best thing, and, and I pointed this out in the WhatsApp group, and then Will obviously didn't read it and pointed it out 30, 30 seconds later, <laughs> that the top sit, it's perfectly arranged by points four. Nobody who lost scored more points than anybody who won. Huh. Which is kind of nice. I, you know, nobody can feel like they got screwed. I must have missed both of your notes. Oh. <laughs> I did not even notice that. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody like got a screwed. Perfect order. Nobody got Points screwed. Points versus point again. It just goes all the way down. So, um, you know, well done, Willie Schedule Maker, for uh, for setting up some good first round matchups. Yeah, get on Willie. First round, although, yeah, okay. Let's first week, week, first one. week, yeah. week one. The big rivalry week. Um, and so who was your, I'm just seeing right now, uh, your fantasy shop player of the week. You know how Yahoo gives you the your top scoring player? I'll tell you who mine is. Oh, I know who He's the is. highest scoring player I, in all I think of fantasy. Everybody from last season is <laughs> sick of listening to this guy. Talk he about Kyle. winning. Ugh. The Kyler, Kyler with the shoulder back intact. I don't want to hear QB1. any more shit He's about be Kyler. The QB1. I want Kyler to get knocked out, <laughs> <laughs> dumb for the season. Wow, dumb for little, his career. That's a little. Hard. Then I'll be happy, wow. and I'll never have to hear Jers talk oh, about no, him again. Then I'll just bitch about it forever and ever. It's okay. Um, it's okay. 
Yeah, so some good first uh, first week matchups. Good uh, good little waiver wire. We got our first big one, and uh, now we're into week two. But I think what we really wanted to do for most of the episode today is just break down the draft. We haven't had a chance to really uh, go through. Or we haven't had a chance to record since since the draft. Yeah, we were in recovery mode after Whistler. Oh, fuck. Um, which and I mean. <laughs> GTA had his freaking physio at seven in the morning. <laughs> had to leave Whistler at like five after drinking and spending all night talking to jurors till three. And it wasn't three, but it was like one one thirty kind Two. of thing. And and it was just one of those one of those weekends where you're you're having so much fun. It was so nice to reminisce with the boys and hanging out. We don't get to do that that often. And. Uh, didn't really want to go to bed, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> the alarm clock smacking you over the face in the morning, and oh yeah, and, and GTA blamed me, but I'm I'm not good at not having one more beer. Oh yeah, Jared's when he gets beers in him, he just starts being a chatterbox well, over there's there. There's no, why would you stop? I you just, <laughs> you have at least one. More. I think we were ready for bed at twelve, and then two hours later. I was like, guys, I'm going to bed, and that was the end. Yeah. So, anyways, for this draft rough, recap, rough day at work on was, Tuesday. Yeah, fun weekend though. Fun yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. I won golf, by the way. Yeah, we yeah. Really if about Jeff that. Ives was there, I would have smashed him. <laughs> anyways, so draft recap. We're basically going to go through every team. One of us is going to give a player we liked about their draft, and then the other one. I thought we were going to read off every single pick and give a detailed (laughs) breakdown. (laughs) 12 hour episode, an hour per team. So, yeah, we're going to try to fly through this, make it quick, sweet. Yeah, we just wanted to touch on each team. And so we've kind of split every team up for each team. One of us is going to give a like, the other will give a dislike. And just in terms of, you know, whether it was a reach, whether it was good value, whatever, we all kind of, we all, both of us have just kind of gone through and um, made some notes on each team. So, Mikey, where where would you like to start? How did you pick the order that we're going to talk about, people? I think it was just an order on our Yahoo. Okay. So, completely <laughs> So, random. we're starting with Death by Sanu Sanu Will. And I got the like for Will. My like is Amari Cooper in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. The reason why I like this is because I took CD in the early fourth. There's a good chance that Amari could be better than CD. Yep. Amari was the one and has always been the one. And so, like, I took CD almost a round and a half earlier. So the value's there. And I yeah. think, I think almost every year, Amari's undervalued. Well, and people just shy away from him. And earlier in the the draft kind of season, Amari was going ahead of CD, uh, but then he got a little bit banged up like three weeks ago. He often and gets a got, little. And then weird. everyone, it kind of everyone got scared, and Amari dropped below CD, and he never kind of came back, uh, even though he's completely healthy. So I agree. Um, I mean, tremendous value. Yeah, I would love. Amari and he had a great, he had a great week fit. one. Um, it could have had an even bigger week one. Yeah, he looked sharp. Yeah, yeah. looking good. Yeah, looking good. He was good. And so on to my dislike, and this one shouldn't come as a surprise to Willie because I believe I chirped him when he actually it wasn't when he made the pick. It was in round ten he took Zach Moss, and so round ten, 
you know, you don't want to bury a guy for a round 10 pick, but at that point it was very clear that Devin Singletary was the lead back and Willie goes ahead and takes Zach Moss, who was a healthy scratch week one. And then later on in round 10, because he had two picks, he took Devin Singletary and I didn't know it was him who had taken Moss earlier. And I remember I was like, oh, nice pick on Singletary. Some clown took, <laughs> took Moss like last round, and you got a better player than him. And Willie's like, yeah, that was me. I did both of those. It's almost like he knew he fucked up. And then he was <laughs> like, I just got to get the, the fuck up. Got to get the Buffalo backfield. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. So Zach Moss is, uh, is, is not my great back dislike. Back. No. And like, it's a backfield that Josh Allen's going to own. I don't want anybody from in that. In terms backfield. of rushing touchdowns. Yeah. If if Zach Moss is a healthy scratch, I'm fine flexing Singletary. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, he could be. Yeah. But uh, so that's my dislike. So I mean, not too bad for Willie if my dislike's in the tenth round. Like, like but he, you just said, he could be a healthy scratch. He was. Yeah, he, he was. was. <laughs> and he could be going forward. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's uh, you know that's the like and dislike, and we'll we'll just kind of keep it moving here. We'll go into the Belangs football team. Um, my like on this one, I actually, there was a lot to like. Um, funnily enough, my like is Jacoby Myers. Um, when we just gave him shit for not having very deep wide receivers, but Jacoby Myers is a guy that I think you know you got him in the tenth round. And solid, solid. I, I think it's between him and Aguilar really to be the one in New England. And I I think I, I like Myers over over Aguilar personally, and so. To get a potential number one on a team in the tenth round, um, you know that's pretty pretty great value there. So um, yeah, I don't mind him. The, the, I mean, he's young; he can be the number one for the team. And yeah, and so I think I don't have any problem with that depth wide receiver pick for Belangs. I think you might take issue with a different one. Yeah, and that was Marcus Callaway. And the whole issue here is that his team. You're picking Callaway as your number three, I yeah, believe, in the ninth round, and so already in week two, you got to look for trades <laughs> and do a two for one. <laughs> so now you're trading away one of your best uh, wide receivers, and Allen Robinson, because you picked Myers and Callaway as your three and four. And Sterling Shepard, I got him in the thirteenth. Yeah, and Sterling Shepard, he got him in the thirteenth. So it's just like you kind of just shot yourself in the foot by doing that. I mean. Like, where was his picks earlier? You yeah. could have got a... And, then like, I got Fuller later. Yeah. To... Even Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman I really like, which we'll talk about later. And, yeah. So, I mean, you saw that he had to trade right off the bat, so... And then that, yeah. That's what happens when you're an idiot and you draft <laughs> like that. <laughs> and, okay, speaking of idiots. I actually don't even know who's next. Oh, it's Jeff Ives. <laughs> Um, um, Okay, Mikey, who do you like? Some like. This one's very easy. DK Metcalf in the third round. I mean, my favorite wide receiver in the whole league. He has a shot outside shop to be the wide receiver one. He could be. If he takes one step up. Did you see Tyreek? If he takes one step up. He's still behind Tyreek. He is DK no matter what. He could be top three. I'll give you that. Yeah. But I don't see him climbing past. So it's tremendous value in the third round. Yep. Yep. I like the value. Like it's 
where he probably should have been drafted, but he still has upside. Yeah, yeah. You know? Lots of upside. And his floor is pretty high with Russell, new offensive coordinator, who likes to throw the ball, it seems like, after week one. We're week seeing, one, they were, Russ was cooking. Yeah, Lockett looked fucking great, too. And yep. they were doubling DK, and DK still put up big numbers. And I think teams will learn not to double DK because Lockett... You can't just let Lockett feast. Yeah, yeah, so DK should have bigger weeks ahead, too. Yep. Okay, and so I'm actually going to go to the very next round for my dislike on Jeff. <laughs> Odell Beckham in the fourth. Ouch! And the thing here is... We all know that Jeff Ives hasn't checked in since like three years ago when (laughs) Odell was a first round pick. And I think he just got a little bit name happy here. And the list, I mean, if you look at the next wide receivers picked, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett, Adam Thielen, DJ Moore, Julio Jones, all of those guys went in the next round, all of whom I would take way ahead of Odell. Now, he's been a little bit unlucky because Odell has been hurt, and so we haven't even seen him. But when that, yeah. I, don't, I don't think... But you have to expect he's going to be hurt. Like, yeah. when was he, he healthy? He was just such a big risk, and to get guy, like a Robert Woods there who's just automatic. Like, you already have the high upside DK pick right before that. I, I would have just liked to see him go a different direction. Now I'm playing him. Odell's hurt, so I think he has to start like Jamison Crowder or something like that. Um, it was a terrible pick. Like, I think OBJ was projected to go in the 6th or 7th. Yeah, and I think he just he just got a little excited. Oh, I mean, I would rather Antonio Brown over him. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, before we get there, we're on to Fitzmagic time. Fitzmagic time. And we'd just like to congratulate Fitzmagic time for doing in week one what it took him 10 weeks to do last year. <laughs> To get a win on the board, his first time at 1-0, his first time above 500. Life is good for Dordor. He's in third. And the guy that I like actually didn't even help him get there at all. Um, the really? pick that I really liked from Dordor was Curtis Samuel in the 10th. Yeah. I loved Curtis Samuel. I really wanted him. I was trying to get him as much as I could. I wanted him in the ninth, but I just really needed a quarterback at that point because I didn't have a second one yet. So I, I kind of, just the way that my draft fell, I wasn't able to take him. But I just, I I think that him in that Washington offense, at the time we thought it was going to be Fitzpatrick throwing to him. Uh, I thought there was huge upside there. Now he's been banged up. Um, so, you know, I don't, we don't really know. He's missed so much time with his groin injury now. So yeah. it, it, it's you had that, Samuel last year, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. And he was great. He was a top 24 wide receiver and I only, and like, he only really came on at the end of the year. Yeah. And he was, I liked the pick. He was a stud. And so that's one that really didn't really work out for Dorder, but, um, not his fault. Could, could but it still could. Day, you're right. right. So. Uh, it's just right now, you know, he's missed a lot of time and, and so, um, his values dropped a little bit since draft day, but I really liked that pick for, for Dordor um, day of the draft. Yeah, so the pick I like, and there was there dis- was a couple. Dis- dislike. Or dislike, <laughs> sorry. I mean, Cooper Cup was a reach. Cream Hunt as your RB1. But we the, said the, the value on Hunt is fine. The, the value on Hunt is fine in I the fifth. But what that. really stands out, is David Johnson in the ninth as your RB2. And now there's Ingram, Lindsey, 
Nobody knew who the one was. It's like he's playing last year. It's the Houston year. backfield. He had which him last. Disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. And he had David Johnson last year and he traded, traded him, him to me to and Jerry, then and then he back. flipped him. And yeah, <laughs> just it's like he has an obsession with David Johnson. Didn't realize they got two new running backs in, <laughs> and then he's picking him as his RB two in the ninth round. Yikes! And then he doesn't go after Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. Dordor is hurting in a bad way for running backs, and that's why. And I mean, it blows my mind. He you can you can thirteen fab on take Eli. issue with the pick of David Johnson in the ninth. You know, I was just giving Will shit for Zach Moss, but Devin Singletary was still around. At least he's a starting back. Yeah, Leonard, I mean they're all kind of Leonard shit. Fournette. I think the issue is you waited, you waited this that long, long yeah, to take your, your se- second. And you already had two quarterbacks in the first two rounds. Yeah. What were you doing? Well, you and should that almost was, be doing like... It's so like, tough like, because he went QB-QB and then he took a wide receiver in the third round, Cooper Cup, and then Darren Waller in the fourth. And so when you go QB-QB mm. tight end early, yeah, it's so hurts. hard to build out the rest of your team. And like, I think if you go to QB, QB early, you have to be going RB round three. To wait, or you have yeah, to. Or at least building those. He was on the turn, so it could have been three. And four, yeah, but, exactly. But, but I, the thing is, like, should have got, been a I think he got great value with Darren Waller in the fourth, though. Like, I have no yeah. issue. I like his quarterbacks in the first two rounds. Cup was a reach, but I like Cup. But Cup, yeah. And, and it, I feel like he could have got him in the fifth. Yeah, I don't know about the he fifth. wouldn't have. Filled, yeah, I, it's I, weird being on the. He wouldn't have lasted all the yeah. way till the end of the fifth. So he really. So if who was his guy? I don't really have that much of a problem. And Darren Waller at the top of the fourth, no issue with that at all. And he shot. I mean, you got nineteen. You targets. got you got to reach on the turn. targets the other day. Yeah, like he's going to be. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, you got to almost. Go back to back running backs because they're running out fast at that point. And and that's the thing. And, and he kind of got caught a little bit, I think. And with his pants and then down, the, the David Johnson pick did not help anything. Yeah. Um, All right, now on to full Chubb and the stew. Chubb it up. <laughs> <laughs> Stew's one of the best fantasy players. Can't believe that. <laughs> and so, who did you like? So I liked Michael Pittman mm-hmm. in the tenth, which is. Very solid value in the 10th. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of wide receivers that I like better there. And he could have been, still can be, the wide receiver one I for Indy. he still is. I, think he, yeah. I mean, Pascal scored, Pascal scored, scored a couple, a couple times. But. but Yeah, I mean, um, what's-his-face is coming back? T.Y. Yep. But, I mean, Pittman should be the better all-around wide receiver, whereas T.Y. is more of a deep threat. Yeah. So, uh, like, in the 10th, to get a guy who can start – and is the number one on the team? Yeah. And I again, that's what like I said it. about Pittman. I, he, I had him on my Myers, list, right? like highlighted. Yeah. Yeah. I want Pittman, but yeah. obviously he went before. It just didn't, didn't yeah. go. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and my dislike is like for kind of, I mean, a lot of the reasons you just talked about getting a, you know, the top wide receiver on a team. In the seventh round, he went with Tyler Boyd, who, you know, we know. Is going to be the third guy. You know, I do think that, like, Joe Burrow's going to pass a lot. And yep. I don't hate Tyler Boyd. It's just kind of limited upside. Like, he can only really do so much there behind Higgins and Jamar Chase. Yeah, he went, like, I would be picking Chase for yes, the upside. exactly. Thing, right? and, and so the, 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 the guys that he went ahead of are, you know, Robbie Anderson, who actually hasn't turned out that well, but I probably would have taken Anderson over Boyd at the beginning. Uh, Debo Samuel, who... You know, now with this IUK news, 
Looks yeah. like he's the top dog Deeper. in I San Fran. Cortland Sutton, who Stu took himself, but I, I like Cortland Sutton more than Tyler Boyd. Antonio Brown went after Tyler Boyd. AB! Corey Davis went after Tyler Boyd. I just, you know, like... It's There's just, a lot of options. There was just a lot of other directions I would have gone. It's, you know, taking Tyler Boyd in the center is not going to kill you, but, uh, you know, we had, to pick, we had to pick one that I disliked. Not great value. So yeah. there it is. Yeah. Um, and so now I get to the likes are more fun. I think now I get to <laughs> yeah Don unless, Julio Jones. Unless it's like Colin or something. <laughs> <laughs> Don Julio Jones, Jeff with a J. Um, we I we really or we I loved his sixth round pick taking Daryl Henderson. You know the guy has the backfield to himself, as we saw. Yeah, I think Michelle, Sony Michelle got one touch, and I feel like he felt like people were high on him, and then they signed Michelle, who's like not gonna do he's fucking nobody. anything, nobody, and he dropped mm-hmm. in value, and so people got getting worried. Henderson in the sixth as like a full time starter. Yeah, I think he went for over a hundred yards in the first yeah. game. Yeah, twenty three like, touches. That like, team's gonna run a bunch, and he's the they, they've got a good line, and he's the main back there. I really thought that. Um, yeah, GT got it's gonna score got touchdowns too. They there. got rid of Brown. Like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, Malcolm, the guy. That's the thing. Last last year, Daryl Henderson was was a I think he was like a top twenty four back. Yeah, and there was RB2. Acres and Malcolm Brown to deal with, and now there's none of that. There's just a broken Sony Michelle. Now I do think that they will yeah. um, get Michelle more involved as he as bit. he gets some reps. It's but not going to be the target share that we saw, but Hender, it's Henderson's backfield. Yeah, he's the league guy. He's the league guy. And so, uh, yeah. In the sixth? That was that's uh, fucking tremendous. really good value. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think I liked his team a lot. Now, what I disliked, I disliked Daniel Jones in the ninth. And the reason is because he only picked two QBs. Mm-hmm. And you're relying on Jones as your second, Baker as your first. I would want Baker as a second yeah. with upside, but like riskier. And then you just went even more risky with Daniel Jones. I probably would have rather Teddy in the 11th, Zach Wilson in the 12th, Sam Darnold. But I almost want these guys as a third QB. Yeah, yeah. Not a second. And so I mean, as we say this, we just watched Danny Dimes ball all over the place on the Thursday yeah. night. QB one on the year, boys. Well. Because he's the only one who played two games. Two but, games. Yeah. <laughs> but there was lots of talk. Like, he could lose his job by week, like, three or four. Yeah. Obviously, he's playing out of his head right now mm-hmm. but draft time i was like are you fucking joking exactly and we're looking and then at you're not taking of... a third qb after that like yeah it comes in the risky yeah risky business that, that comes with the tight taking tight end high as well yeah that's took true kelsey early on yeah but which again kelsey in the second great like he popped yeah uh and he's gonna be outstanding but uh you yeah it kind of comes with yeah. the comes with the territory okay now you're moving on to Scotty. Scotty, so should I go? Yeah, Player I like for Scotty is TJ Hawkinson in the ninth round. In the this ninth. Was, yeah. Last good tight end off the board. Huge breakout potential. Yeah. I know his first year, because he got drafted, I think, eighth overall by Detroit. Mm-hmm. His first year, first week, he popped, and I think I threw like 46 fab on him. And then he sucked the rest of his first year. <laughs> but normally the third year is when tight ends really come to form. Yeah. And, like, he's drafted high, always been thought of highly. He has a Only guy in Detroit. He's the number one guy on that. Nobody else history. to throw to. Yeah. 
Logan Thomas went right behind him. They're not even the same class, no. in my opinion. Although, you know, I will say, like, Logan Thomas with Samuel out and with Heineke in gets a bit of a bump. Yeah. But, but there's a there's drop a off. Big teardrop. Yeah, a big teardrop. So, Hawkinson in the ninth, I think that was tremendous. Yeah. Like, yeah. great value. I'd rather Hawkinson in the ninth than Kelsey in the second. Yeah. Because you're taking at that point you're taking Hawkins, I mean, it's you're taking Hawkinson and where did Kel, and Najee Harris or, or Kelsey and Antonio Gibson or yeah David Johnson <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyways love Hawkinson I kind of like Scott's draft mm-hmm. altogether yeah I did too although I had the dislike on this and so I did have to find and I did find something. Um, James Robinson in the fourth. Yeah. I think... Living out last year. We all kind of... Yeah, you know, Travis Etienne got hurt, and uh, we all wanted it to go back to the way it was last year, and it just isn't. Urban Meyer has made it very clear that for some reason he just fucking hates James Robinson. Uh, he, that's what, I mean, he drafted Etienne, brought in Carlos Hyde, Decided that Carlos Hyde needed to get touches. For whatever reason, he just doesn't believe in this guy. And for Scotty to take James Robinson, you know, one pick ahead of Josh Jacobs. These, these are like Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift went in the next round. Miles Sanders went in the next round. Those, yeah. those are guys. I feel guys, like he was more in the Henderson, Raheem yes, Mostert yes, range. that tier. Mike Davis range, yeah. whereas he took him a like tier Damian up. Where, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. So, like, by taking him up there, not only is he passing on those DeAndre Swift, Josh Jacobs, um, Miles Sanders, he's passing on wide receivers like Amari Cooper, Robert Woods, you know, borderline yeah. RB or wide receiver ones. Uh, that just, if you're going to take an RB a running back there, I James Robinson wouldn't have been my guy. Uh, now, it, like, it's looking even worse after that first game, Hyde was, was very awful. involved Ugh. and Jacksonville looked awful. I, you know, I don't even know if you can trust him as an RB Seems like right the now. coach hates Robinson. And I don't, I don't know why. What's his name again? Myers? Urban Meyer. I Urban, was, I just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just talked about that. College. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, Mike, he was doing research for his next dislike. Like, um, yeah. so, but yeah, we can, we can move on, uh, to Spenny. Spenny, Spenny, and so Spenny. So I can give my dislike on Spenny, and I I will admit I actually really liked a lot of Spenny's team. Um, so my dislike is a bit of a it's a more of a minor quibble. I have some 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 concerns about Josh Allen in the first. I just I I know he was the consensus QB two. He was supposed to go. And in a super flex league, like it wasn't a reach by any means. Um, I'm just, I worry that he's not, you know, we saw for one year. Everyone kind of forgets that before last year, he was not a good passer. Everyone kept saying Josh Allen is going to be the reason that the Bills can't win a Super Bowl. That Like he's the, the only thing holding them back. And then last year he came out and absolutely torched everyone. And him and Stefan Diggs, you know, made beautiful music, all of that. We all know what happened last year. But I, I would just be worried using that a first round pick on a guy like that. And and after week one, 
You know, I know it was Pittsburgh. It was a tough defense, but he made some 2019 Josh Allen throws. In, in, yeah, I, I mean, be, it was a good D. I would be Pittsburgh. a little a little worried I, in terms of the alarm, but I'm not ringing him. I like Josh Allen. I was not going to pick him in the first round, like, but I like I him. I think I would have rather Dak. One thing I think that helped him last year was there was no fans. Mm-hmm. So it yeah, definitely boosted his numbers on road games. And sometimes Josh Allen sometimes tries too hard mm-hmm. where he just throws the ball or starts running and tries to lateral out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And just like, just tuck the ball, yeah, take just the take, sack. Take, eat it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he got better last year and his arm is a missile, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, it'll be interesting. I hope I hope he does well because so, he's a good runner. I mean, up. it's a pretty minor like I said, a minor thing because yeah. it's not, it's not even like it was a big reach. Like no. you could argue that I reached for, for Kyler, Kyler. Yeah. and and so that's like you know I like Josh and, and Spence is a, 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 um, a Bills fan, and so like I, yeah. I I don't I don't hate that you know take a guy he took him at draft position and and a guy you like, but it just worries me, and I had to find someone that I disliked. Um, yeah, I actually will give a bonus dislike. <laughs> um, Rodrigo Blankenship in the 18th. <laughs> trash kicker. Goggles. Absolute trash kicker. I love it. For a trash person. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, that this was one thing that Doris got right, taking Young Way four rounds ahead of Blankenship. Absolute, absolute trash. <laughs> I think it was a good pick because... He loves the Blanco. I'm going to go to the Rodrigo Blankenship player page on Yahoo right now and 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 start talking up Young Way Koo. Uh, the, the 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 goggles fans are the goggles are amazing. So have you looked at that player page thing? Yeah, like the th- comments. We talked about it last year in the pod. Yeah, I know because so Spence has been sending me the the goggles stuff and like they are fanatics. Yeah, there's like the Young Way and the and the Blankenship and. Now all I guess a bunch of people are dropping Blankenship after after like last week. <laughs> a dud of a after weekend. one week. And all of the people in the thing are like, like 38% of you don't know how to play fantasy football, like you're idiots, like dropping the goat, like never come back. <laughs> like <laughs> just losing it on them. Um anyway, so I just had to get my Rodrigo shot in there. Uh but so who did you like of so Spenny's team? I liked, and this is an easy one. Yeah. Like the lot of his team, but Antonio Brown in the eighth round. Now Antonio Brown in the eighth. Mike Evans is going in the third. Yep. Chris Godwin's going in the third. AB's going in the eighth. So the value oh, is just hang on. Evans and Godwin went in the fourth. Okay, fourth. But the value is screaming. Four rounds later, and AB has a real shot to be the wide receiver one yep. on his team. But on his team, yes. Yeah. Um, he does. He does. The odds are he does. not on him. No, but I think they're higher than people put it at. I don't think anyone's really... Because you remember last I year... I mean, it's also easy to say this after Thursday night. Yeah, but you remember last year when people were like, who's the wide receiver you want would want on Tampa Bay? Yeah. After a couple games, A.B. Yep. there? Yep. They were saying A.B. And so for him to go four rounds later... Yep. Then Godwin, and I don't think God, like Evans Godwin, that's fair value. Yeah, yeah. Just AB should probably be in like the fifth or sixth. Yeah. Fifth. He could even go alongside those guys. Yeah. So, like, Jersey and I were trying to think of a bet. 
Godwin versus AB for the year. Yeah, and so I want a little bit of odds because so, obviously he was drafted. Later. I mean, what we could just do is I was I'm fine to go two to one. If I lose, I buy you two milkshakes. If if you lose, you buy me one beer. Sounds good. I'm in. Okay. AB. So there's a bet and a water bet and a water bet. Okay. So you get two water bets. Sure. Okay. There we go. There we go. Okay, we gotta write this down. We have to. I'm gonna make start making a. We already made a water bet, and I, we already both forgot what it was. <laughs> yeah, okay. We made it. You're writing a note right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm gonna start a note. Okay, um, so next for X Factor, nope. I lied. Minimum games. Minimum games. Ten yeah, points per game or 12? yeah, points per game. Points per game. Minimum ten. Minimum ten. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, twelve. Ten. I don't care. Twelve. Twelve. Points per game. Fantasy points per game. Minimum 12 games each. All right. So up next, Susu Studio, Chalmers. Chalmers, Chalmers. What I disliked about his draft, it wasn't a particular pick, but he went Fields and Lawrence as his QBs to start. And he's basically going rookie-rookie to be on his team. And I don't mind having one rookie that has massive upside, but I think you want to be pairing it. With like a solid QB such as Brady or just somebody who you know is going to throw up points. So we want Lawrence and Fields. Those are his starting quarterbacks. And I mean the thing with Lawrence is like he was talked up as, you know, the best prospect since Andrew Luck and all this stuff. But But he has nobody. You saw in week one why you're right. Like you'd like to see that someone can do it because... I got to think that, that Chalmers is sweating a little bit after watching, you know, his first quarterback r- run around like crazy and, and look awful. Eh, I shouldn't say awful. That's too harsh. But not look very good against the worst team in the league. Yeah. In Houston. The thing is, I want one of Lance Fields or Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Even Zach Wilson. Right? Yeah. Zach Wilson. Yeah. Um, one of those guys. Mm-hmm. But I wanted them to be partnered with a solid guy and then also have a decent starter as a third guy. Yeah. Just in case they're struggling. Yeah. So he took on a lot of risk that way, in yeah. my opinion. And then he had to take Andy Dalton in the 14th or something like that. Although, I mean... Yeah. I've already dropped my pick. And then he doesn't have a third QB. Like Dalton's... Yeah, he does. No, he just has Dalton. Dalton Field... Oh, Tannehill. Yeah. Okay, so he did pick Tannehill, but... Oh, so this is all... Yeah. <laughs> Tannehill's fine. Okay, I miss Tannehill. Sorry. <laughs> but still, Lawrence Fields, I probably want somebody... It's not bad. <laughs> this just blew up your whole, yeah. your whole argument. Tannehill's all right. Um, That's solid, actually. <laughs> I don't mind it. Okay, so Mikey didn't do his research very well on no, that one. No, we were rushing. Yeah, we, we were rushing. Um... I like, I'm going to go to the fifth round here for Susu Studio. Miles Sanders in the fifth. Again, like Scotty took Robinson around before this. Miles Sanders was in a group of running backs that I didn't want to reach on just because where they were going, I love the wide receivers. And so I put DeAndre Swift in that kind of grouping. I put um, even uh, Chris Carson in that grouping, those were Deion. I uh, said Deion stuff. Those are the guys that like I liked them as running backs, and I thought they were kind of a tier 
below the like top tier, but yeah, I didn't want to reach for them. I'll put Josh Jacobs in there. I didn't, I didn't think I would come away with any of them because they were going in the fourth and fifth rounds where, you know, the CD lambs, the Amari Coopers, Robert Woods, those wide receivers, Godwin Evans. I just couldn't pass up on those for the yeah. risk, but you know, Susie studio, he got Miles Sanders at the end of the fifth. So like, those, the those, wide receivers, those wide receivers were already off the board and he was able to get a guy who, you know, I think, you know, I got Mike Davis around after that. I actually, I like Mike Davis and I like the value right, for that, but Miles Sanders around ahead, uh, you know, that's great. So, yeah. It's like one of those picks that falls to you and the value is so good. You just have you to, have take, to it. take it. Yeah. yeah. So a tremendous value pick. Sorry about fucking up the dislike because I see you have Tannehill. But, I mean, you have no flex. So, I mean, he, he started he started his, his flex at the start was Henry Ruggs. Yuck. But then he got lucky, yuck, he yuck. Got lucky with the Tyson. And at least he didn't pick a kicker in the 13th round this year. It's yep. very true. Getting yep. better. Um, moving on to the X Factor. <laughs> Worst team in the league. I know that Mikey is excited to talk about, but I'm going to give our like first, which is Kyle Pitts in the eighth round. I like this, actually. Which I think I, I was, it was one of those he where was he was on my like, board. Kept, he was a star on my board. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, if no one's going to take this guy, you know, I, I, I'm in. I, but I remember I, I really wanted... Corey Davis was still around, and I was like, you know what? Uh, he was like kind of the last wide receiver that I really wanted in this in this range, and and uh, and then Call Baby snapped up Kyle Pitts. Um, you know, the guy could be a stud. Tough start. Atlanta is looking. You know, there's probably some concern there, um, but yeah, he's a great option in terms of you know you get him in the end of the eighth, back of the eighth round. Somebody has to fill in for Julio there Yeah, with all the catches. And Pitts, yeah. I mean, he was, what, drafted what overall in the NFL Second draft? Second or third. Yeah, ridiculous. Top three high. pick. Yeah. So, I mean, he has upside, and to get him in the eighth, I definitely do like it. Yeah. Now to go to my dislike, and it is the Herbert. <laughs> oh, the the Herb monster. Yeah. So oh, basically, you're getting the double. You get to chirp Spenny and Call Baby. Here. Yeah, I like Spenny though. But <laughs> Call Baby, I mean, what's he thinking here? <laughs> basically, he's on the turn, so obviously you have to reach a little bit. But basically, taking him at the end of the second round, top of third, first pick in the third. You got Aaron Rodgers still on the board. You got Tom Brady still on the board. Both those guys, I'd rather have him. Yeah, yeah, like, way over him. Yeah, and you're picking Justin Herbert. The herb monster. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. The value's not there. Yeah, yeah. It's weird being on the turn, but... I mean, the thing is... I like, think he could have got him on the next turn. Oh, I don't know. Because Tannehill went... Okay, yeah. But... And Stafford. I mean, did you really... Like, this was your diehard guy over Rodgers? I mean, his next pick at the end of the fourth, I actually quite like Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I would rather Hurts almost over Herbs. Yeah. I don't think that's a with with Hertz's legs. Hertz is riskier, obviously, because yeah. he could get. Yeah, but the upside's there. Yeah, herbs. I mean, hands down, worst team in the league. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, and I had written down my stuff for you, but I just lost it. So you start. You go. All right. So what Jeremy and I are doing, we're basically just going to share each other's likes for each other's team. We're not going to say who we like on our own team. Yeah. So who I like on Jeremy's team, and I really wanted him, but somebody else felt to me, was Najee Harris. I had him really high, and I wanted him in the top of the second round, but all of a sudden, Jonathan Taylor was there, and I was like, mm-hmm. I have to pick JT. But he was my next running back after JT, and he got him late in the second round, late-ish, five picks left. And honestly, I have high hopes for this guy. First game didn't look great, but there's nobody else in Pittsburgh. He's going to be the three-down back. He literally had 100% of yeah. Snaps. He was the only running back. They played a tough game against Buffalo week one. So if they start going up on people and he needs to run out the clock, he has young legs. This guy could be a stud. Now it's risky as your RB1, but I freaking really like him. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and now the dislike. No, no, no. Come, oh, you want my like? Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so boost my like. My like, I feel a little bit bad about because I remember being rattled when Mike made this pick. Oh. I thought it was great. <laughs> it was the sixth round, and it was Raheem the Dream Mostert. Oh. And that's why I feel bad because obviously it didn't work out. And he was, you know, he lasted for two, two rushing oh. attempts, 10 yards or 20 yards, average 10 a carry. But when he made that pick, I was like, God damn it. I the, really the thought he was going to fall. There. And I mean, especially, we didn't know this during the draft, but when it comes out that Trey Sermon's a healthy scratch, I was playing, you know, I was like, here we, like, he's going to be top 10. He would yeah. be, and, and like, I, I don't even think it's unfair to say he had top, it's not even top 10 upside. I think he was expected to be in the top 10 when yeah. he, if he had the, like the, the entire share of that backfield. And, and he was my flex. And that's the thing. Like, that's why, like, in the sixth round there, I, I really loved that pick. I wanted him really badly. And, you know, it, it helped my match. It Actually, in the end, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. <laughs> Most of there was nothing he could have done. So I, I, I do wish that he had stayed healthy. Um, I mean, you're like, getting him in the sixth because he has that injury. Risk. True. Exactly. But his upside, like if he's healthy all year, he's a top 10 running back. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and, and, and as my third running back, that's where I want to that's get the, the upside run. play. So no, I really love that pick. Um, you know, it sucks. I mean, but you know, yeah, who but, knows what you have out of Eli. Yeah, Mit- we'll see. E- Mitchell. I don't even remember the kid's name. Uh, yeah. Eli, Elijah. William. Mitchell. 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 Okay. It's too, yeah. too, first, too, too many <laughs> too first fresh. names. Too fresh. Too many first names. Um, All right. So the pick I didn't like, and I actually struggled because I, I, I feel like Mikey and I have had a pretty similar. We have similar tastes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to originally say, because I don't really like Tom Brady, and I was going to be like, that ah, was a reach in the third. But then I looked and I'm like, it was the end of the tier. There was a teardrop after Brady. Like, and, and If then, I don't pick him there, yeah. I'm getting I, so like, And then I was like, oh, well, you could have got you know Terry McLaurin. And then maybe Brady in the fourth, but then you got CeeDee Lamb in the fourth, and that's fine. So my my pick, and I still, I think that you, and I said this in the middle of the draft, and maybe it's just because you took him from me. I think you <laughs> jumped on the Trey Lance train too early. 
I think there were still a lot of quality players around at the back end of that seventh, early eighth round that, I mean, you talk about a guy that you just gassed up, Antonio Brown. You probably could have picked Antonio Brown and then Trey Lance. I I just think for a guy that we don't know when he's going to start, if, and I shouldn't say if, we know he's going to start, but we don't know when, and it could be, could be, it could be till their bye week. It could be seven weeks where a pick of Trey Lance not only does nothing, but he sits on your bench and you have to roster Jimmy Garoppolo or, you know, and I just think it ties up a lot of bench capital. I, I love the upside. I understand that. I think if he, you know, when he starts, he could be a top 10 quarterback with his rushing upside. That, yeah. I just think it was a bit of a reach for me. But to, to defend it, it was more of a strategy play. I got someone solid like Brady mm-hmm. to top it. And then I went Lance in the seventh. And, like, Fields went right behind him, next pick. Yep. Like, was he leaning Lance? Maybe. I don't know if Lance would have gone back have, to me But would he have taken Fields there if Lance didn't go? Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I don't know. I really wanted Lance. My plan was... I, 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 I really wanted Lance, and I didn't mind overdrafting him by a round. I preferred, because I think I overdrafted him by one round, but I don't mind. I didn't. Mind I would have taken him in the eighth, but I thought that I was overdrafting him a little bit in the eighth. And then I, I picked Wentz in the eighth. I think the more bigger mistake was going back to back QB QB because that's when you could have had AB. Yeah, I, I don't know if I still could have got him in the eighth, but I could have got something. Yeah, I probably should have taken AB in the eighth there. And then you would have had you know. Then my yeah, wide yeah. receivers would have been fucking amazing. And then in the ninth, I mean, but in the ninth, you went Devonta Smith. Yeah. So. And I probably would have had to take a QB you there. You would have had to take a QB there. There was more just a strategy play. I went into the draft knowing I'm going to get Lance or Fields. Yeah. It was either Lance early in the seventh or I would have waited on Fields probably till the ninth and who knows if I would have got him. See, I didn't have them that different. I, I preferred Lance, but. Um, I was basically we'll see. like, we'll see I was going to go off. in the 8th or ninth, but then if someone took one, that like, as soon as you took Lance, if I was Chalmers, I would have taken Fields as well. Yeah. Um, but if you had not taken Lance, I would not have taken Lance there, if that makes sense. I would have yeah, waited for one to go, and then you picked that. And then I would have snagged the other. Uh, but then, yeah. you know, I was... But then who knows? Because I still had like eight picks till my next pick, and maybe one goes and then the other. Yeah, so. and there did a QB did go. Uh, Fitz Magic went in between. We'll see. So, I mean, again, we'll, like we'll I tell. said, it, you know, I, I I had to pick something. So yeah, my dislike for you, I overall liked your team a lot. Mm-hmm. The only dislike I had, I didn't even mind Carr. But it was not getting a third QB to match up with Carr because Carr either sometimes will give you a one or two point week, sometimes will give you a 30 point week. So it's very volatile and you kind of want to match him up with matchups. Yeah. And you never got that third QB, which I think I might have fucked you over in the draft, not on purpose. <laughs> but I started screaming that there was only one. QB left, which was Darnold, I think. It was so in the in the twelfth round, um, I was stuck between. I'm like, do I take Darnold now, or do I get a tight end? And the only tight end that I really liked that was left was Tyler Higby. And I was like, I'm fine to wait till wherever get and, get, and get a tight end. Yeah, I would have yeah. exactly. But I was like, ah, like I kind of looked, and more people needed 
tight ends, then needed um, quarterbacks in the in between my two picks. And so I was like, all right, I'll go Higby, and then I'll get Darnold on the wrap. And then two picks after Higby, and because I was like, oh, I'll take Zach Wilson either. Darnold's not there. Yeah. Two picks after, Zach Wilson went. And I'm like, shit, okay, now I need Darnold to last. And as soon as Zach Wilson goes, Mike's like, well, there's only really one good quarterback left. And it's Sam Darnold. And I was like, I messaged him. I just wanted somebody <laughs> to pick him. I messaged him. I was like, shut the fuck up. That's my next pick. And then, and I don't know if it was a fluke or what, like two picks later. And Colin I will say, Noah, him, Noah right? Fant went in between. So someone did take a tight end after. So I probably wouldn't have got Higby. And then right after, Sammy, Sammy Darnold goes to Cullen. And I was like, God damn it. And then there was really no one left that I wanted. And I was just screaming because I'm like, if somebody takes a QB off the board before my pick, I love it. Yeah, and then there's just one less player. Yeah. And so, like, then I I should have gone and got, like, a Jared Goff or a Tyrod Taylor. But I was like, they're both so disgusting. I don't really want to. Um, And and then I threw, you know, 30-some-odd fab at, at Taylor Heineke, who looked looked pretty good. Who uh, you know, I I like his weapons in Washington and uh I'm I'm fine with him. So I got my, I ended up getting my third QB after all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's fine. You can always upgrade during the year. Yeah. And so, we don't know, you know, Fitzmagic Magic might come back. I think I was I was very happy to see the footballs win this game tonight because I think the more that Heineke win if if Heineke wins a bunch uh, he can take the job. And I thought he looked pretty good tonight. All right. So moving on to our final section of the night. Yeah, I don't even know what we're doing now. Uh, we're basically picking our favorite team from the draft. Oh, that's one right. One each and then our least favorite team. We're so, going to do least? Yeah, we're going to do least. Oh, I guess so. We got to bury someone. <laughs> we got to. We got to. So I'll start this off because I feel like Jeremy forgot we were I doing this section. I completely forgotten. So My yeah. favorite, and I'm normally on this guy's team, is Team Spenny. Oh. I love Team Spenny <laughs> because Josh Allen and who's his second quarterback, somebody good, Matt Stafford, who I'm very high on. Yeah. Two solid QBs. He's running back Eckler, which was a good pick at the time, obviously, injuries. David Montgomery as a second running back. Like him and Chase Edmonds as a flex. His wide receivers are solid. Once again, got Brown in the eighth. Logan Thomas, solid tight end. Mike Williams as a fourth guy. You got Thielen, eh, Deontay Johnson, but you got to risk it. Yeah. I like overall team, very solid. My favorite team coming out of the draft, okay. other than myself. Okay. Um, and I was kind of split here. I'm I'm making my mind right now. <laughs> I'm going to go with a guy that you love to shit on, and that's the X-Factor called Baby. Oh, you can't love that. I, you know, I love, obviously, CMC. Like, what CMC's do? like, he was the RB, like, two or something like that, and he didn't score a touchdown. Like, that's impossible yeah. to be, like, a, almost the RB one and not even score a touchdown. Like, he just breaks fantasy. And so, you know, to lock him up with the first. And then I do like, you know, Stephon Diggs in the second. I know you said that Herbert was a was a reach in the third. But 
He comes out of there with Herbert and Jalen Hurts as his quarterbacks, which I think is, is really solid. His running back room is CMC, DeAndre Swift, and Miles Gaskin, which I think is great. Like he has like Gaskin as your flex. You have a guy who's starting, and you know there, there's nothing wrong with that. Not nothing wrong with that. I, I like that running back group. And then for his wide receivers, this is where it gets a little bit dicey. Stephon Diggs. Here's where the problem that I loved Brandon Ayuk in the sixth. I thought that was a great pick. I thought he had massive upside. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't think anyone knew <laughs> what the fuck happened. All of a sudden, like all of a sudden, it comes out of nowhere, and he he gooses, and and now and now you can't even start him. So that has really hurt um, the Cull Babies uh, wide receiver depth because it was a little bit dicey going in with Diggs as his one, which is great. Ayuk is a two, which I thought was fine. Juju is three, and then four is like Jalen Waddle, which. You know, it's fine. Um, and then, but removing Ayuk from that equation makes it really difficult. I think he picked up Tim Patrick. Uh, he, I think he spent some money on Tim Patrick to make sure to shore that up. And then getting Kyle Pitts in the eighth. Like, I like his tight ends. I like his quarterbacks. Uh, I like his, really like his wide receiver, or pardon me, his running backs. I thought he did, did a, a really good job, came out with a good team. And, you know, drafting in that one spot can be tough sometimes. You come away with CMC. Yeah. And then... He did good for drafting the one spot, but he put himself in that position. Yeah, but he, I mean, he got he got the best player in the in in the league. Um, like CMC is is just, like on any week he can just beat you on his own. Yeah. Um, so I, I I'll give my favorite team to the uh, to the X Factor called called Daddy. I will say my honorable mention who I was deciding between was Scotty. Oh, well, Scotty was my second guy. Yeah, I uh, he always has solid drafts. Yeah, and then he just fucks it the rest of the way. Yeah, he normally shits the bed. It all depends if he has a girlfriend or not. Or if he's living in Williams Lake, I should say, or not. That's that's what it depends on. His whole season. So now I've gone to the dislike, least favorite team. Not so much I don't like this team, but I just don't like the whole combination, the way he drafted, and that is Jeff Taylor. <laughs> he must have had too many drinks with Jeremy the night before. <laughs> but... Man, I was going to go g Oh, g is getting <laughs> slanged over here. I don't like his quarterbacks taking Baker and, and Daniel Dennis, Jones, which we talked, we talked about. about earlier. Sermon, who knows when he's coming. And that's not his fault, though. No, that's, that's not, not his fault. Like, I do like his wide receivers. I have to put that out there. But Mike Evans, like, ah, I just don't like Mike Evans. That was the thing. All of his wide receivers are good. I just don't like. I AJ, don't really like AJ, AJ Brown. Brown. I don't love. He's with D- Julio, even DJ Moore. DJ like they're Moore, all good. Yeah, and just like a, a DJ Moore in the fifth is fine, but it's like I don't love him. Like I don't love anybody. Like except AJ for Brown, maybe Kamara, yeah. and Henderson. Yeah, that's about it. Like no and pick Kelsey. I love by I like him. Kelsey. Yeah, but I don't lo- like not like I don't love him in the second. Yeah, like it just kind of fucks with your team. But that's the like thing. Late I think that's the thing. Every time you do take Kelsey, like your team looks weird. Off. Yeah. But then, like we have, but to, then remember, you have to remember, he's, he's getting twenty play. points out of his yeah. tight end every week, and yeah. that makes up for you know having Danny Dimes in his quarterback. Slot. Like for me, I look at his team. I love two players, and normally I wish to love at least like. Five or six. So if I won't double up on GTA, <laughs> but uh, you got a times two there. GTA. I, I'm gonna. I, I, I hate 
I hate to do this. I'm going to go at our former champion or our reigning champion. The team I liked. The team that I dislike is Spenny. And I mean, I already talked about how unsure I was with Josh Allen in the first round. Austin Eckler, I actually don't have a problem with in the second, but he's got that injury risk and that spooked me off of. You said Eckler. you were reading injury reports about it. Too. I was, and and they said that he was at a heightened injury re-injury risk for the hamstring, and that kind of spooked me off. Um, David Montgomery in the third, I think there's a lot of risk there. He obviously popped last week and looked amazing. But so to come out, and then I, I like the Matt Stafford. His wide rec- his wide receivers, Thielen is too touchdown dependent. Deontay Johnson's blah. Antonio Brown was good. Mike Williams is good. But injury risk just, on Williams. Just but. kind of blo- Chase Edmonds. He takes in the seventh. I, I think those Arizona running backs are interchangeable. And I got James Conner in the tenth, and he took Edmonds in the second. Like I, I don't, I don't. See I a like difference. Edmonds a lot more. I don't see a difference between those two, honestly. Um, I just, it just kind of left me wanting more. And and again, like, the, so the, the I thing, feel like this team is like GTA's team to me. Where you don't love anybody, yeah. he has good players. I don't, and I don't hate it. Again, like Logan Thomas in the ninth, two picks behind TJ Hawkinson. You're just like, oh, that'd be look a lot better with Hawkinson. Um, but again, I don't, and I think that goes to show the quality of our league that like we're really having to nitpick to find. It's funny that Betty's my favorite and he's your yeah. least favorite, and we're nitpicking. About yeah, it. and I, I just, you know. And and that and that just goes to show, like everything is. There's not one team that you can point at and be like, that team's a dumpster fire, and like that guy has no chance of winning this year, because every single person does have a chance, and 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 that's what makes it fun. Yeah. I mean, Spenny's most egregious pick, I've already touched on Rodrigo Blankenship. God <laughs> <laughs> <just got> awful. <laughs> I mean, yeah, makes me sick. That's the great thing about <laughs> fantasy football. Some players get injured. Some players pop. Other players don't pop that you expect to pop. So it's it's that's the greatness of fantasy football. There's a randomness to it. You can only like research so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then shit just random like Robinson last year out of nowhere. Yeah. Pops. Yeah. And then somebody great. I can't even think of somebody great like Zeke last year just sucks. Yeah. You think he would step up more with Dalton in? Yeah, but yeah. So it it's just the case. that's just fantasy football for you. So uh, yeah, now that we've both who did I? So you picked Gta and I picked Spenny. You picked our, Gta too, though. Well, yeah. that was a times two. But then I picked Spenny, who I liked, and you picked uh, X Factor. X. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no factor. I mean, at least at least the guy that you picked the, to like it like. Had a big week. Spenny threw up buck sixty two week one. Yeah, damn straight. Looking good. My damn least st- favorite team, but it's uh, okay. You know what? All that matters is that it's behind me. Yeah, like there you ev- go. like everyone Looking else. Looking forward to like the everyone season. else in this league. Um. So uh, yeah, that's our uh, little draft review. Keeping it short this late. year. Um, About an hour right now. Yeah, so we're trying good. to keep it down. So. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Thanks for being active in the league, and we're very excited. We've got actual football happening, Woo! rolling into week two. 
And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next time. I've yeah. got Jeff Ives this week. I hope I beat you into the ground. And I got the B Langle who put on B-Langs. an F. Yeah, yeah. F for failure. B-Lang's in dead last right now. Throwing up 69 points in week one. Yeah, he's just a failure. B-Lang's is going to need more. Um, yeah, so uh, looking forward to Chalmers is going to write an F on his report card. <laughs> Who's Chalmers? Chalmers has Willie this week. Yeah, well, yeah. And he's beating him up. Yeah, I'm playing B-Lang. Anyways, All right. Colin, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> Whatever I play. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Ciao.